<clears throat> Episode two of uh, Mandate Monday. Welcome. Coming to you in the past, but for the date of 26th of July. Yes. So let's hope um, any points we make today are... Uh, still relevant. And still valid. Um, yeah. We don't want to get sort of lost in the world. A lot can happen in two weeks. Obviously. But yeah. I think we um, we start this off by touching on maybe music and um, what what you do for music or what you used to do. And, and the same for me. I mean, um, we've both got degrees in, in music <clears throat> production and studied it for a long time. And sort of where, where what's your feelings on that at the minute? Where, where are you at with that? Um, I had a lot of writer's block for ages. I think I put music on a pedestal for a long time. Um, I'd like force myself or went away or when I was doing work or not, I'd just be overthinking that like, I should be doing music stuff, it should be blah blah blah. Not making an excuse or anything, but I think that was quite a big thing. So I kind of stepped away from it for a little while. Going and then, back to I think our first episode, it boils down to, you know, not I'll do it next week. Just fucking do it. Just pick it up and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but anyway, I did have a break from it for a bit. And then I thought, you know, I'm just fucking saying, I fucking just want to do something. And uh, obviously, I had some influences from the, the past six, 60, well, maybe last year or so, like my previous relationship, and I had influences on, like, maybe putting something into music. And got me oh, like, have you wrote me a love song? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo boo. Yeah, boo boo. <laughs> I'm going to sing for you later. <laughs> no, yeah, so I just started, obviously, making make some beats again, jotting down some little bullet points for some lyrics that could potentially be saying and just to enjoy it just just gonna have some fun with it so and then are you, are you expecting to sort of push it out anywhere or are you doing this you know just just for yourself at the moment so to speak i mean for the past sort of 10 maybe even 20 years the music industry has been um it's blossomed but at the same time it's a very hard sort of door to get through because everyone you know that's got a laptop and a usb can now have a mic can yeah, now get the software to make like, the beats and they give more opportunity but the more opportunities that they give the more people that they're going to be able to try and take them so it's, it's just as hard as it always ever be because as easy as it's accessible so more people are going to do it it's just, it's just as hard as it would be yeah, i suppose it's, it's just a weird con it's a weird one isn't it it's very, very much a bottleneck isn't it so i mean, i wouldn't i'm just I'm just doing it just to enjoy it trying to just express the way I feel, I suppose, into music because I'm not like, creative in that well, sense. Well, yeah, that's that's what it boils down to, I think, creativity and you know. I'm e- doing e- it for e- me. I, I will share it, I suppose, put it out. With that, even doing this podcast and speaking for myself, you know, I love music. I haven't haven't done it for years, but I also love to draw, love to write, you know, read and um, anything sort of along along them lines. I'm I'm really into. I mean, for me, I think I I kind of stopped music more abruptly i think when we we when we actually finish university um i think that's mainly down to i used music a lot for an outlet i guess like you was touching on an outlet of emotions how i was feeling what was going on in my life and um university was it was good and i learned a lot i also felt like we was pushed in a lot of directions that yeah, this that. is the industry standard this is what you need to do and and you know it it just wasn't relevant to me and being one of my biggest passions i think actually studying it sort of sucked the soul out of it for yeah, me yeah it did ruin the fun a little bit um then it's something yeah i like joined a music degree i thought it would be more musical based like doing making music and stuff like that but so much written written stuff involved obviously i was expecting something like obviously written ones because obviously doing a degree but i thought it would be quite focused on 
music because it's a fucking music degree. Yeah, and there weren't, I mean, there was a few connection opportunities, but for an industry that, you know, mainly relies on, on who you know, I don't I don't think there was enough to to justify the, the university price yeah, being a private yeah, uni as well, you know. Um, but that's that's just my sort of biased view from not being a successful musician out of it, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Life experience, I guess. Yeah. Uh, fail, fail musicians go to podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I still still enjoy like to do it. I just to get that like I obviously I say about everything. Just enjoy get that enjoyment back. I mean, yeah, partly the reason I guess why I don't do it at all now is because being madly in debt after finishing uni, I think I uh, sold my MacBook Pro and all my software yeah. um, really cheap, and um, I've just not prioritised in getting it back. Um, which is a shame because you know quite often I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm sort of bored looking for something to do, and it would be ideal, but. Music's a love, innit? You can always go back into it one day. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And you know, I was just saying, like, that gate, that goal, that aim is to be someone with it. Because a lot of people seem to dwell on like, how old you are when you do it, but just do what you want to do, innit? Yeah. No, but yeah, exactly. still, still dabbling with a few beats every now and then. It's good stuff, good stuff. Still going by the same tag name? Yeah, man. Genocide. Genocide. Welcome. For the listeners, that's J N N R C I D E. Yes. <laughs> Your SoundCloud plugin. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite old songs at the yeah. moment. Still in progress. You know, so what's, what else is going on? Phil Foden's haircut. What's that? Phil Foden's haircut. You know, the bright bleach blonde fucking. Oh, well, the Sim Shady looking motherfucker. Which uh, loads of people are fucking copied. I mean, to be fair, it suits, it suits Foden quite well, but I have seen some right fucking dodgy cuts looking like that. Mm um which is quite comical the way the way people have sort of followed it i guess I guess people doing it for the reason trend of supporting the country yeah trend trend setting and um he, he definitely made his impact it's a shame he didn't play in um obviously the last game and he got himself injured but yeah, i just find it funny like the way everyone is um, talking about but yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to rattle my brain i think i know you want about copied his haircut mate copied his haircut who did uh, you say someone who specifically copied his haircut as people in general? No, 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 people in general. Oh, right. Well, I've seen a lot of people in general right. sort of going okay. after it, you know, with all different ages, from all different shapes of life. So I don't that happens a lot with like, football stuff. I mean, when I was always wanted these specific football boots from a specific player. Yeah. Yeah. People do that, though, don't they? Yeah, but it's not dying your hair bleach blonde, is it? No, that's true. <laughs> I, I kind of say I would like the idea that when I was younger, this is like Eminem and that. I never did it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Fair play, fair play. Did you even do anything like that? Um, I think I had highlights at one point, but that's as far as it sort of went. Yeah, I had that a few times. Yeah, I know you did, I remember. My yeah. comment, my sister was doing hairdressing, so I had to kind of... <laughs> you had all sorts of cunt cuts, we call them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there on that one, shall we? Uh, we'll leave it there on that. We'll leave it there. Your cunt cut. Mm, what else is new this year? Um, again, going back to gaming, I... Um, I finally, after many years of being a console gamer, sort of Xbox and Playstations, I... Um, Delved into the PC world. I did. I dived in two feet. I got myself a laptop. I know I should have got a desktop, but my, my current living situation, um, obviously the laptop works works better for me. And um, yeah, it's brilliant. I wouldn't go back. Keyboard and mouse for anyone sitting out there and playing PC on a controller. Um, just... just Chuck it in the bin. Exactly. Just, just, yeah, yeah, just, just get out of there. Get on the keyboard and mouse. Get good. It don't take long. I mean, you use most people use a keyboard every day for typing at work and stuff anyway. So it's not foreign to your body, you know. 
and um, the accuracy, the movement, everything is so much. So better. enjoyable, isn't it? Yeah, and it's um, it's quite funny though. Speaking of, you know, not just trend setting, and it's it's different to the, you know, the Phil Foden haircut. But obviously, I got the laptop. You've had a PC for years, and you've been telling me to go PC gaming, and I've never yeah. made the jump. But I find it funny that in our friendship group, I finally made the jump, and then you know, three four weeks later. You're, someone yeah, else has made the jump effect and, just, and then yeah. suddenly now another person oh, yeah, in our friendship group has got a PC so it's the stem from Sidelight as well because obviously like Jordan and uh, Tom got one didn't they so yeah. I thought theirs too yeah just... and I think there, there's only one sort of person in our close uh, friendship group that's um, still holding back he's being stubborn I think he's being stubborn man he probably gets it from Jacob I mean uh, Jacob's the most stubborn guy I know, I know so oh. probably something to do with that everyone's got a bit you know one of those traits yeah yeah, definitely. Well, you talk about like things that they said about this year, and they say like, like they hid it with COVID. Obviously, it's a lot of like, theories and stuff. But like they, uh, oh, what's that fucking place? Pentagon, isn't it? America? Yeah, yeah. They released like images of foreign spaceships or or no flying crafts that they've seen. Do you think that's gospel? I think anything that because I, if I the Pentagon, Pentagon's releasing it, there must be. Well, I, I don't want to sound, you know, we're going into conspiracies, and uh, I enjoy them as much as the next person. I mean, some people might hate them. I think a lot of oh, them I are love quite. A conspiracy. Yeah, a lot of them are quite enjoyable. Some of them very unrealistic. The government leaking any sort of information, I do think there would always be a hint. Of truth, an element of truth, but I don't think it would be the whole story. But do you think that they put a bit pressure being put on for them to uh, release stuff and say it should be like public information? Well, but... I, I think it was one of Joe Rogan's podcasts I was watching with the the guy that worked in um, Area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Area Fifty One. And uh, yeah, that one. That, well, I watched his documentary as well. Yeah, a lot of information come from that, and he he had some very good points on you know if if the government was to release everything they knew and everything they found, it would put the whole world into like turmoil. We but would they, be but so they did confused. release some stuff last year, like peak COVID. So I think COVID must have like took over the media and ignored it a little bit. So now they might have hid it in that kind of thing. Well, but potentially it could be a case of that, or it could be a case of, you know, they found this out 20 years ago. By 30 years, we're going to know it. So slowly, every year, drip feeding us a bit more, a yeah, bit yeah. more. So when the whole picture comes out, we're not completely well, blown no, away. Yeah, you could delve down to like, so many rabbit holes of that, because with like Area 51, they can suggest that. Technology is spanned so quickly from that. I mean, we just got to be careful saying Area Fifty One because you know the FBI might. We are only in a tin garage. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't got my foil hat on either. So I they... think the FBI work there though. So I think we'll be right. They got their ways, mate. Agents of Shield are coming. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fantastic forecasting. Fucking Mr. Stretch coming through yeah. again. Conspiracies are great. There's there's so many good ones over the years, and like I said, I think to all of them there's probably an element of truth, but but some of them are just. It's like the, the ones I dislike are the ones that are made just to confirm someone's bias. For example... Bias, something else. Yeah, for example, the vaccination um, thing we're looking at, you know, with with people pro-vaccine and not getting vaccine, um, it's... It's... Um, it's down to... It's down to personal choice, obviously, but... There's a lot of people in either camp that obviously, um, are really trying to influence people one way or the other. 
And one of the conspiracies that come from that, which I don't believe there's really any element of truth to, well, it's been completely shut down, is Christian Eriksen, the, the football player, obviously, he, he passed out on the field and, you know, resuscitated, had, had CPR, all of that happened. Now, within about three hours of this happening, it was all over Twitter, all popping up on news feeds that he had the COVID vaccine 10 days prior and that it's a oh, side effect. That was a thing. Yeah, and it's a side effect of the COVID vaccine. <laughs> now, the world was going crazy for it. That's a side Trend- effect, running around a field, you would just yeah, pass out. Trending on Twitter and um, obviously on a lot of the, the news feeds, should we say. And, and then the club actually comes forward to say, Ericsson has never had COVID and not had either of the vaccines, mm. you know? And it's stuff like that, the conspiracy theories that are done in sort of a malicious way. Or to, assumptions, doesn't it? Or, or to confirm someone's bias. Like, conspiracy theories when they're being played to an agenda, shall we say, mm. you know? Um, I mean, you could say that about all of them. The government, are they hiding information? Are they, are they leaking everything? Is it I mean, Did you see that documentary, obviously going back to Aliens again, where in the documentary it says about where they did, like, Hiroshima, what's that bomb? Hiroshima? 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 You're going to have to fact-check that one, but yeah. You know what bomb I'm on about, then you're in Japan? Yeah, carry on. I can't remember what this bomb's called. Hiroshima or Hiroshima. Okay. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Is the bomb name that important? No, I guess okay. not. Okay. It's relevant, though, because obviously it's quite one of the biggest bombs All right, let, let, let me just fact-check fact check this, bomb, man. So. Fact-check this. I can't pronounce it. I know it's H, Hiroshima, Hiroshima. I'm sorry, all right? Dickhead. Yeah, charisma bomb. <laughs> charisma bomb. <laughs> oh fuck's sake! Yeah, World War Two. Put that at the end. Uh, Hiroshima bomb. Yes. Atomic bombings of right, Hiroshima okay. and Nagasaki. <laughs> okay. That bomb. Right. So they say that when that bomb went off, a few days after or whatever, was when Area Fifty One crash happened, and it's because we was using like that, that kind of atomic kind of bombs. That we've dove into that technology that aliens would then come in to check us to see if we're actually a hostile planet. Well, my theory on that straight away hearing that could be that the atomic bomb was actually an arrow we shot up in the air that hit one of these aliens <laughs> in his fucking yeah, UFO, <laughs> brought him down and crashed that. Well, actually, Luke's, he probably didn't want to get involved. That link, you never know, actually. That links with something else because they did actually do a test run of an atomic bomb in space. Yeah. And when it got to space... Apparently there's like these little tiny lights that hit it and it just deactivated. And just That's what I mean. We're, we're bullying fucking extraterrestrials. As if we haven't got enough problems on our planet. I mean, I know, what, what's it we've got? Is it 70% of the sea is un- unexplored under certain depths? Yeah, some, some bullshit. Like something like that. And yet we're going into space. We're doing all this stuff and we've still got lots of our planet. Yeah, that, we haven't... Now that stems back from just something so simple. That is like we want to go abroad to explore and we don't explore our own country. Yeah. That's just human nature. I, I guess. I guess. Um, but at the same time, though, me saying all that and that they, they're releasing all this, technically, scientifically speaking, it's so fucking far away. There have been less of technologies. I don't even know if that technology could even exist to travel that far. Yeah. It's so fucking far away. It takes so long to get here, even if you are travelling at speed of light. Yeah. Well, in 10 years' time, we'll probably find out. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Who knows? If COVID I mean, then killed us all off. Yeah. <laughs> technology is, is a fast mover. Well, yeah, considering um, what it was like 10 years ago till now. Yeah, and I feel like we know our age, you know, anyone in our sort of generation, we know a good sort of, we've got a good background on how fast it moves. But speaking for my grandparents, they've seen it all, you know, um, 
granddad seeing first bits of electron uh, electricity and like light bulb and and you know first black and white television yeah, he's born in to what he sees now and you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. parchment and uh, pigeon mail you know yeah. Yeah, winding engines <laughs> uh, it's incredible how, how, how quick it's moved right, and yeah. it's also scary for what, what could come in the future and I've had it a few times where we, we watch some of these new films that come out um, or, or, or sorry going back to some old films and you see what they think it's like in the future and a lot of them have been fairly accurate yeah yeah which, which is quite Just scary extent. you know I mean imagination of the future yeah yeah it's not too bad unless they time travel <laughs> build into that uh, different realm of catastrophe tv's weird and the, the media's weird anyway you know with the the conspiracy oh yeah i try to avoid and... i don't i like conspiracy theories because they're they're kind of neutral they're kind of fun aren't they because they're not real they're not they're like strong as cat and it's just but a more thing with media i find is it's always negative like current affairs in the news i just try to avoid as my bubble's fine. I don't need to hear about all this other bullshit. Yeah, it's true. On. You can't you can't get bogged down with a lot of it that's going on. But it's, I will say, as a as a never positive newbie podcasters, I think we need to get involved in the news a lot more. All right, we need to be the Will Ferrell Anchormans. <laughs> yeah, we need to the good news. We chase the fucking car chase or something. S- stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get bogged down with the bullshit news. Yeah, I do feel like um, reality TV as well is. Um, is very much oversaturated these oh, days. Oh yeah, because that that pisses like me off. Like Love Island and uh, it's still so fake. Go yeah. So going back to you know the first Big Brother, first celebrity Big Brother, that they that was, was pretty good. Yeah, they, they, they was good. They was authentic. Authentic, very real. And then they're all like fake tits and shit. Yeah, and then and obviously then, not saying it's a bad thing, but not like everyone's looking the exact same nowadays. Yeah, and uh, we've also got the the scenario where he, even the first like Love Island, it was pretty good. But we've got to a stage now where. It is so fake and scripted. And the other thing I'd like to see, now this this is my opinion, so take it for face value. Um, I'd love to see a Love Island with average people on there. People from all different yeah, walks yeah. of life, average people. Because half the people that go on there look like superstars already, mm. you know? Or, or they're... Oh, they have a lot of work done. Yeah. Which so, is giving, obviously, telling everyone to do certain things. The, 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 this reality TV is just not an accurate representation of the general public. No. It's and if it's the reality, media, then, it's yeah. Just bad light to everything. I'm not saying everyone, like, all these people, like, saying, like, oh, I want to live, like, obese the rest of my life is how I'm happy. Which, you know, there's a certain extent thinking, you know, you need to calm down. You know, there's limits. But obviously, if you're happy as you are, you should be happy. Mm. Like, you know... And it's it's like you said, even Instagram and with influencers showing showing certain products and having so many filters and you know photoshopping the hell out of the images. Yeah, I, I'm pretty world. sure they're bringing something into that though to show you when a photo has been edited oh, and really? for when it's for advertisements. That which, would be that would be good, uh, which is brilliant good. because it gives people a lot of false hope. You know, yeah. false hope. It's, it's and, like I, I'm a, I like a bit honest and stuff like that. Whereas all this social media bollocks, it just seems like everyone's just lying to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And for the game to just get a, a digital like. Yeah, you know. Next follow up. That's yeah. why I love that. If new that's feature. the case, like and follow our podcast. Bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that new feature on Instagram where you can hide the like count on your posts. Mm. I mean, it's great because you could just then share your posts without having to worry, like, oh, I wonder how many likes it's going to get and all that mm. shit. Who cares? Yeah, you're you're sharing it because you like it. Yeah. Want people you love and care about to see it in your in your circle. Mm. So, and your wet wipes. Yeah, get out there. Oh, hope you enjoy that water. Mine's, uh, mine's all dead again. Mm. Sounds mighty refreshing. Yeah, it is. I've got a bit yeah. of drama. Yeah. It's not a symptom, it's just drama. So, uh, 
or should we uh, hash over now? I'm not sure. Well, what's your verdict on like, because obviously there's new law coming out with all <clears throat> the countries have to go green, all these electronic cars, but really, those batteries, they're using like one of the most rare fucking what, Commodities. elements, yeah, on the, on the fucking periodic table, which is so hard to sometimes achieve or, you know, to get out of the earth as well, and that's going to deplenish soon as well, instead of obviously using fuel, which obviously is bad for the planet. But these batteries are not going to last forever because they're so they use a lot of pollution and damages our planet to even extract these batteries. So are we going the right way with that? I think I think it's a I think it's a plaster over the wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, is it's renewable energy. Out. It's a temporary plaster because electricity then batteries is it's not renewable what they're doing there it's it's a short time fix for a long-term problem now it, the accuracy of this i'm not sure but i've heard even when you buy a brand new car tesla whatever it be you will never own that battery that battery is always owned by the manufacturer because yeah. it yeah. is such a rare commodity um i think eventually we're a lot of people said it um I think we'll go down the route of hydrogen, which, you know, being what our planet is made up of, it would make sense. Yeah. But then it's a case of uh, how much does it cost to, yeah, to even plausible implement that, yeah. you know? Um, and we're not SpongeBob SquarePants living under the sea, but <laughs> yeah. driving around in little bubble cars, you know? Um, but yeah, electric cars, I can't see them being the total future. I know they're saying fossil fuel and diesel and petrol is going to die out, but it's not going to be the only thing. We need something more permanent than, than a plaster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. a good point to a good point to bring up, and and you know, speaking of global warming and and the standards of everything, you've probably got one of the worst emission cars um, <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> so, how, how do you feel when you drive that? Does it give you that big dick energy? I just you know, get that euphoric energy, man. Hearing <laughs> that, that turbo kick in, you BD. can't be a, a petrol car. And if they're going to change like. Obviously, there's some decent kind of like McLaren P1 and all that stuff look amazing, but like if they're just batteries, they're gonna have those sounds. They're gonna, you know, lose out on that, you know, the those the engines and the exhaust and all those noises and that smell. Yeah, people what's, eventually gonna be born and never experience that. What's the 0 to 60 time on your M4? Oh, that's a tough one because it's rematch. It's tough to tell. What What was it standard? Uh, I'd have to Google it's it. It's like 3.2. Um, one minute, I quickly. Really Google it, so yeah, yeah, just just find that out for 0 to 60. I don't need to come up with a new one though. Signals it wants to play play ball, yeah. This is why we need um, uh, 4.1 4.1 seconds. And yours is stage one map or stage two? Stage two, so stage two rematch. So you're looking probably 3.2, maybe even less than that. 0 to 60 time. Now, I've got to say, I went to stay with some friends in Manchester, and one of my friends he had the new Nissan Leaf electric oh yeah yeah and um he let me take it out for a spin and this car on the outside is such a sleeper it looks so bog standard you would not expect anything for it but this leaf the 0 to 60 time was 4.1 seconds Mad. and it had no sound either it was like a go-kart you like put your bullet. foot down and it <laughs> it was yeah and uh would you get one I, I did actually consider it, especially with being what I do for my job and the money I put into fuel. I thought, let's look at this logistically. Would it be worth getting electric? I think I did electric. see them. They did this website where it's like no commitment and you just get a brand new one and you just like monthly payments and it's no commitment. The only thing 
I found about because I was looking at leasing one is they're so fucking expensive. Oh, and then yeah. you need the charger at home and potentially a charger at work. And then you've got the issue of the range. Now, I don't know what ranges the Teslas are quoting, but I think the Leafs were something like 140 think, miles. Do they use a lot of electric, though, charge it from home? I think it's fairly cheap, to be oh, honest. And the cool thing well, we had as well... Compared to like petrol prices, it would... Oh, yeah, yeah, massively yeah. cheap compared to that. But, you know, I um, at the flat I rent, I don't pay bills anyway, so uh, leave that one to the landlord, eh? Ah. <laughs> Get uh-huh. all the boys to charge their cars, you know? Um... But what was I saying? Yeah, so we went to an Audi whilst we was down there, not the uh, car retailers, the the grocery shop. Ah. And they had um, charging ports there. And I think it fully charged his car. They had a rapid charge and a slow charge. The rapid charge cost about £2 more. But it charged it from, I think, 20% up to 90 in 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Whereas the other one is like a, a slow charge, but takes, you know, four or five hours and just slowly I guess your overnight charge but yeah, yeah. I was very surprised with the rapid one because I thought when you put something on charge it takes hours before you can get going yeah, again so yeah that I was... suppose if you put that rapid one on left overnight it potentially could deplete the battery it could do and then you'd have um, again agents of shield knocking on your door for yeah, destroying a rare commodity yeah you know fuck god knows god knows um, in captain's shield he's got like all these fucking Tesla batteries Tesla Tesla Tesla, Tesla. Shall we, um, I need a refill. Yes. yes. Shall we leave it there? Fill up our cups, as they say. Get fucked up. Let's do it. We'll be right back after this short intermission. Go and get yourself a little cup of tea. I don't know what beverage you decided to go for, but we're back. We are back, and I've just, uh, again, gone for the water. The water, keep you yeah, hydrated. Yeah, I'm just to the water for a bit, just for this. Ready for a, a nice long... Convo. Yes. Mm. Well, I say cup of tea in a minute. Cup of tea after. So with what's everything that's going on at the minute, you know, we've got lots of debates out there, and uh, one of the all-time sort of favourites is um, how social media has 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 it improved human communication. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, there's there's lots of thoughts and feelings on that. Um, in terms of relationships. There's a lot of people out there that are probably quite shy and social media, the dating apps, you know, it's it's worked as a really good outlet yeah, for them to yeah, get out there nice. and meet people. Yeah, 100%. I was going to delve into something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 initially. I think I know some people that, you know, have even met their life partners from from a, a dating app yeah, or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then going back even further than that, before a lot of the social media or, or when it was young, you know, your Bebo, your MySpace. Yeah, MSN, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I was gaming back then, playing, you know, Habbo Hotel, RuneScape, sort of them games. And that was a massive multiplayer online game. So there was a lot of social aspects and skills. There's a massive social society out there for loads of different niches out there that have been developed from from an online platform, from society, and loads of things like that. From, like, meetups for, like, uh, games. You've got meetups for people that are, like, really into films and... They plan out to get together on like groups, even car meets, for example. There's a lot of social interaction that has definitely a positive outlook on a lot of lives and a lot of way, like you like you said as well, a lot of people that are like in in themselves or you know don't get on with many people and they find out people out there because it's a big world out there that are like them as well. But yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's like everything though, isn't it? What comes good comes yeah, obviously there's a bad thing to it too. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, some of the negatives to it is, I'd imagine, a lot of relationships have broken down and broken up due to social media. Oh, yeah, 100%. It changes a lot of things. Not just that, it's just like, you can see, it's so accessible. You can Google whatever you want, you can see whatever you want, and, you know, people get, like, the jealousy that comes with it now because their picture, like, someone else's picture that they see might look amazing to them. And then they might think, fuck, well, I don't look like that. And if they see that their other significant other is looking at something like that, it's going to make them feel down about themselves and in turn turn into jealousy. Yeah, yeah, very accurate. And again, sliding, you know, sliding into the DMs, as they say. You've got, yeah. you know, people that are in relationships and in, again... Reaction to a story or something so simple. Our parents' time, our grandparents' time, you know, it would be you and your partner and your your sort of group of friends and, and that would be it. That would yeah, be much... and I, I do feel like it could be to do as well with... A lot of people's standards change. Yeah. I've seen everything so much like they're fulfilled with all this, like even like the OnlyFans community and all that stuff. You're seeing it so accessible and everything so much that you you feel like you deserve something like that in almost in a certain sense. Yeah, so that kind of brings us on to the, the, the pornography subject as well, I guess, because mm. you've got you've got with that where, you know, it's consumed so much by by people, they expect the the shit they see in that, you know to be reality and what yeah, their sexual yeah. experience is, is going to be. And when it's not, and it's not fulfilling them, then what sort of next? Yeah, and that's true. And this is the trouble with the accessibility. Um, not to say that it does go both ways, because obviously definitely people out there that are into the same kind of things that they watch like that, but yeah, of course. they can't expect everyone to be like that. And then, yeah, which then could delve into, they then start watching, while someone that might be in a relationship that gets into porn a bit more, maybe jobs are busy, they've got kids, you know, life gets a bit busy in front of them, so they don't seem to go down the sexual experience side of things anymore. So they delve into porn and then it's going to delve into them thinking, actually, wait a minute, I'm not happy. We've not done things like that together. And then, you know, results into like getting onto social media, sliding into someone's DMs that you would assume by the way that they portray themselves on these platforms that they're going to give you that. Yeah. So yeah, we go delves into the thing that social media is a lie and stuff like that. But with every positive, there's a negative. It just depends which way you look at it and what outlook you have with it. I mean, the, the, the other big thing you've got with social media is the unanimous, um, it's it's unanimous or, or can be, um, anonymous. Oh, uh, right, yeah. And in terms of, you know, even looking at recent events with the England game and the racial comments yeah. and abuse, like uh, our players have got, you know, that are fighting essentially for, for our country, doing their best to, to win us that title. And they mess it up and suddenly they're, they're just getting a load of un- uncalled for abuse from people that, you know, you don't know their names, you don't know where they're from, but they feel they've got some sort of... Yeah, you don't see them taking uh, a penalty, do yeah, you? Yeah, and they've got some sort of overarching power to make people feel shit, and, and they don't. You know, the keyboard warriors. And, and one thing I think the companies, um, you know, the platforms are looking into is there's a petition going around. I think it's got over 300,000 signatures now to have people on social media... I verify do, yeah. their I, identity that's amazing I've, I've mentioned this about it's funny when I spoke to her about before but I definitely you have to do it when you do like certain like apps or banking apps you have to like you know verifications for your bank card and your ID and stuff like that but why isn't this implemented in like the dating world or you know the, the social world because it's such a vulnerable area with all the like young teens and they're so impressionable and shit like that that there's obviously people out there that delve into shit like that where 
It's just it's obviously wrong, but there's that simple process of verification. It's just another barrier to stop these people doing shit like that. And that, yeah, that, and to create a more positive world out there. It would it would solve a lot of problems doing that. You'd get a lot less of the hate because you know once you put a face on something yeah. and a name yeah. and an address, and so many things needed. have implemented it. So it's not like it's not possible to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the counter-argument to that, I guess, would be people would say, you know, it's a, a, a breach of my privacy. But my argument to that would be the minute you put something, you know, nasty or malicious online, you've already breached your own privacy. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's freedom of speech. Yeah, because obviously you can add your opinions. It's when you just initially, or well, not initially, where you specifically victimise someone specifically and call them out. You're making like a joke about something and as a wide term, you know, joke's a joke, banter's banter, you know. Everyone's got to have humour. You've got to laugh through things in life because that's a coping mechanism. But obviously when it's specifically victimising and calling someone out themselves and then effectively bullying someone, so it changes the whole game. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And it's, yeah, it, it's something they could very easily resolve. In terms of, you know, social media making like, us communicate better or worse, it's yeah, a hard one to a, give a definitive a answer. I suppose it's just, it's, it's, like, it's like a tool in a toolbox. You can use it how you want to use it. It could be for good or it could be for bad. It, it does make you worry about future generations, you know, no, children and... And, and how so easy it is and stuff. You know, what's, what's the future going to be? Um, well, it's like that feature that Instagram used to have when you used to be able to click on the thing and see which people, what they've liked. Yeah. Stuff like that. They've obviously removed that now, but I bet a lot of relationships fucked over that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Or even these dating apps, it's so quick to download and get on them. They might be in a relationship, someone's going to stay away or something like that. It's something so simple. They decide to say, oh, I wonder what's out there. Because that is an accessibility. It's just temptation of people's brains. Yeah. It's something that, you know, needs to be addressed. But at the same time, I think a lot of it, there's no going back on to, to how it was in the older age. I, I think the, the, you know, the internet. And no, the it goes to the question, it's... like, how would you choose it? Would you rather live in today's world or before today? Yeah, yeah. I'd love still, I'd love to still live in today's world with all the technology that we have. We just have to live with some of the, you know. Things but I do it. think, like we said, there is more that can be done to combat that. Yeah, because if you think of it in a broad perspective... We are still in the early days of all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think about it; it's not been very around for very long. So it's all I mean, like in, TV issues, isn't it? In our time, we had the internet come out with you know the the first the version. I had dial up. Yeah, yeah. And you get <laughs> phone call on the home phone, and bang, there yeah, goes your game. Gone, Kill yeah. death ratio out the fucking window. Yeah. So we've we've definitely evolved and adapted to it. I just think we we're just in a bit of a weird, even weirdish, weird time at the moment, like a purgatory time, and especially if like. I just think whilst the internet is a completely free forum and yes freedom of speech is fine I think people need to be accountable and held accountable for what they say on there Yeah. especially when it's in a malicious way that there's just no room for that you know but you've got to think you know, there's obviously a limit as well people getting offended by things that aren't shouldn't be taking offence yeah yeah but then I think putting a name to everyone saying stuff there would be a lot less of that happening anyway. Yeah. I mean, you've got kids that go to school that potentially they get bullied all day at school and they come home and suddenly these bullies, they're, you know, on the PlayStation calling them names yeah. or they're sending them messages over, you know, it's... Whereas in the in the olden days, it, you come home from school and that's it. The day's, the day's, day's finished. Done, yeah. You're it away from all that shit, it? you know? Um, so I, I do think it is harder in a lot of respects for scenarios like that. Very different. Yeah, so 
I think I think I'm definitely for it. We're going in a good direction, but like I said, we we need. Oh to yeah, because there's it. obviously things been implemented to change it. Like obviously the like count thing has now been. You can change that. Obviously that part that they removed before on Instagram, and you can't check that. And if this thing comes through with the verification thing, yeah, it's definitely onto an up. It's just obviously maybe a waiting game before we come to some kind of social peace. Yeah, social peace, social peace. I think um, with that. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I think that's a good, 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 good place to end. I mean, um, just be a nice person, basically. Boils down to don't yeah, be a doesn't cunt. It? Common sense doesn't take much. Exactly. Don't be a cunt. Don't be a cunt. Um, quote to wrap us up of the day: uh, Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I'll spend four hours sharpening my axe. And that's a uh, Abraham Lincoln one. Now that that quote, I've um, I've applied it myself fair few times in my life you know and basic principles of it is it's all in the prep work now you can take this example for for gym it's all in what you do in the kitchen the prep having a program having a plan i used it very much in you know a, a, a recent sort of job interview um i've never prepped so hard in my life and i went and i absolutely smashed it if you've got a task to do spend some time prepping it plan your strategy and go out and get it and that's it Goodbye from us. See you next week.